I'm talking about the weight of the world in order for us to get closer to God. We need to lose the weight of the world. What do I mean by that? What do I mean I need, we need to lose the weight of the world? What do I mean when I say that? When I say lose the weight of the world, ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about not allowing the world to tell us how to live. Not allowing the world to tell us how to live, how to live our lives, how to manage our lives. We need to get rid of the voices that are trying to make us turn back to the world. We need to get rid of everything that reminds us of our past. We need to get rid of everything that reminds us to turn back to the world. We are in this world, the Bible says. We are, we are not from this world. Shall I say that again? We are in this world, and the Bible even says it, but we are not from this world. We are, in, the, in a sense, extraterrestrials. We are aliens, in a sense. Because we are in this world, but we are not from this world. Amen? So, we need to step away from the world entirely. We can't let the world manage our lives, ladies and gentlemen. We can't let the world tell us how to live. They're going to want us to live in the way that they know. They're going to want us to live in sin. They want us to live in evil. They want us to live the way they think is good for them. But remember, some of the things, a lot of the things, that the world calls good, the Bible calls and God calls abomination. Some of the things that the world says is a good thing, some of the things that the world speaks about and says that is a good law or a law that should be passed is an abomination from God. Or in God's point of view, in the Bible's point of view. We need to get away from the world and we need to get closer to God. Well, how do we do that? Well, ladies and gentlemen, how do we get away from the world and stay away from the world? Well, how do we lose weight? How do we lose the weight of the world? We know how to lose weight physically, don't we? We know how to get fit physically. We need to exercise, we need to eat right, we need to, do th we need to do certain things to get physically fit, if you will. So, exactly in the same sense, we need to exercise spiritually. So, in the spiritual sense, we need to exercise in the things of God. We need to do the same. We need to exercise, but exercise in the sense of praying, fasting, and staying in God's word. As 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 uh, Robert Goff, may God bless him, said in Bruce Hall and Friends, we need to stay in God's word. Praying, fasting, and reading the word. Eating right. To stay physically fit. So being on God's word. Reading God's word every day. Reading God's word as much as we can. Staying 
in God's word. That's the uh, spiritual similarity of eating healthy, of eating right. When we stay in God's word and in God's presence, it's easy to lose that weight. As I said, preacher Robert Goff said it best in his message. We need the Spirit of God. We need, ladies and gentlemen, the Spirit of God to lose the weight of the world. To lose the weight of the world. The Bible says in 1 Timothy 4 verse 8, Physical exercise has some value, but spiritual exercise is valuable in every way because it promises life for both the present and for the future. Spiritual exercise is what we need to lose the weight of the world. 1 Corinthians 6.19 says, Don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and who was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourselves, but to God. So just the same, ladies and gentlemen, our bodies are no longer part of the world, but now God's property. Our bodies are now God's. Our bodies are now the temple of the Holy Spirit. So, it's all well and good, ladies and gentlemen, in other words, that we want to lose weight to look good for ourselves physically. We want to lose weight to look good for our spouses. We want to lose weight to look good for our families. But more importantly, we need to look good for God. So we need to exercise spiritually more than physically. Losing the weight of the world, setting apart, setting ourselves apart from the world. Am I, am, I, am I getting clear? We need to set ourselves apart from the world. We need to get away from the world entirely. We need to get closer to God. We need to, ladies and gentlemen, Start praying more. We need to start uh, uh, fasting more. Because even Jesus said, and I quote, Some of this generation does not leave if it's not by fasting and prayer. A lot of our uh, uh, bad habits, a lot of our... um, bad things, our bad situations in our lives, some of them don't go away just by normal praying, not just by uh, uh, normal rebuking. Some of it needs fasting and prayer. Some of it needs, ladies and gentlemen, fasting and prayer in order to get rid of some situations, in in order to get rid of some bad habits, in order to get rid of some demons. Ladies and gentlemen, some demons are strong enough. And I'm not defending them now, don't get me twisted. But some demons are strong enough, ladies and gentlemen, to withstand 
a simple prayer. But they are not strong enough to withstand the power that comes by fasting and prayer. By fasting and prayer. Jesus said it himself. Sometimes we need to fast. We need to get away from food. (laughs) Easier said than done, right? But that's what the Bible calls a sacrifice from our physical bodies for God. We are sacrificing our physical bodies by not eating, by not uh, uh, eating anything for a good while. But it is a offering, the Bible says, a offering of of good smell, of, of, of a fragrance. There's the word I was looking for. A beautiful fragrance offering. God receives it. God receives it as a beautiful, fragrant offering. Our fasting, our sacrifice. But what's more important than sacrifice is obedience. To get rid of the world entirely is to obey God's word. That's another way of getting rid of the world, losing the weight of the world. We need to obey God's word in every sense of the phrase, obey God's word. We need the Holy Spirit to guide us, to to show us what to do, to obey Him fully. The Bible says God receives obedience faster and more than He receives sacrifice. Because for Him, obedience towards Him is more important than sacrifice. So yeah, fasting is important, but obedience towards God's word is much more important. Obedience towards getting away from the world, obedience towards what God says is good and not what the world says is good. Let, let's, let's, let's put it this way. The world says that partying and clubbing with alcohol and with smoking is fun and great. But God says that we should not be, we should not get drunk and we should not, uh, we should not destroy our temple, our bodies, which is our temple for him. So that smoking and that alcohol and that partying and clubbing, that destroys our temples for him. But the world says it's good. So who do we obey? We obey God. We obey God by not doing what the world wants us to do. And it's hard for us sometimes 
it's hard for us and and speaking as a young person speaking as a youth person as a young person ladies and gentlemen especially for us as young people it is hard because we sometimes want to give in to that peer pressure we sometimes want to give in and we sometimes we want to disobey God and say let's go party and clubbing with alcohol and drugs and, and smoking but that ladies and gentlemen pushes us away from God and more into the world and we don't understand that sometimes We don't understand that, ladies and gentlemen, we need to step away from the world. We don't understand as young people sometimes that we need to, un- that, that, that being a friend of the world, as the Bible calls it, is an enemy of God. We don't understand that because the peer pressure, ladies and gentlemen, sometimes takes us over. Sometimes it takes us over, ladies and gentlemen. And so, we try to do what we are pressured to do. To not fall out of the category of cool. To not fall out of the category of hip. We try to, we, we fall unto the peer pressure. So ladies and gentlemen, what I'm talking about here is losing the weight of the world. Getting away from, from friendship of the world. Turning ourselves into friends of God and enemies of the world. Because again, we are in this world, ladies and gentlemen. But we are not part of this world. We are not part of this world. And that's what we need to remember. We need to be the generation, ladies and gentlemen, and young people who listen, we need to be the generation that says, I'm not going to fall into peer pressure. We need to be the generation that says, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm talking to, to young people and to everyone at once. But I'm talking to young people as well because I'm doing this broadcast at the same time while broadcasting to my podcast. So for those young people who are listening to me in my podcast, we need to be the generation that says, I'm not going to fall into, into peer pressure. I'm going to be part of the heavenly kingdom of God. I want to be part of of the heavenly kingdom of God. I want to be part of the people that say I want to lose the weight of the world. I want to be friend of God and enemy of the world no matter what that says for my reputation, if you will. No matter what that says for my worldly reputation. No matter what that does to my worldly reputation, I'm going to go against the world and go for God. 
And I know when I'm going for God, God is going to back me up. Because the Bible says, if God is for us, who then can go against us? Who then can go against us? If God is with us, who then can go against us? No one. Because God as your friend, God as your backup, <laughs> as we say in Spanish, no hay diablo que te toque. The devil himself can't even touch you if God has your back. So, we need to lose the weight of the world. We need to lose the weight of the world. Spiritual exercise. Physical exercise is fine and well. And even the Bible says it. Physical exercise has some value. 1 Timothy 4.8 But spiritual exercise is valuable in every way. Because it promises life for both the present and for the future. What does it mean by spiritual exercise? Again, we talked about it. Spiritual exercise in the sense of, ladies and gentlemen, praying, fasting, and staying in the Word of God. Reading the Bible. And, and rinsing out the Bible, as I like to say. Rinsing out the Bible, as in, as in putting the Bible and putting the Word of God into our lives and living it. That's what I mean when I say staying in the Word of God. Rinsing the Bible and living the Bible. Living what the Bible says. Living how the Bible says to live. Living how God says to live. Living how Jesus says to live. So praying, fasting, and living, and staying in the Word of God. That's what the Bible means when it says spiritual exercise. Spiritual exercise. Doing what God wants you to do, as we talked about back last Saturday, I believe it was. No matter what goes against you, if God is for you, nothing can go against you. Don't worry about those, and I said this last week, that can harm your body. The Bible says it. Don't worry about those that can harm you and your physical body. Worry and fear and respect the one who can condemn your body to hell. And only God can. Only God can do that. So, a very short topic, but very straight to the point. This is what God has given me today, ladies and gentlemen. Let us start losing the weight of the world. 
getting away from the world in its entirety, not thinking or not caring about our worldly reputation, but caring about our reputation towards God. Not caring about what those in the world say about us, but caring about what God says that we are. Staying the word of God. Keeping that spirit of God inside of us. Keeping that friendliness of God with us. That, that being a friend towards God and not the enemy of God by being friends of the world. I encourage you, my friend, today who is listening to accept Jesus in your life. To become friend of God, to become a son of God, a daughter of God, a child of God. You're probably thinking, Janet, we are all children of God. No. No. And that's a different story for a different day. That's a different topic for a different day. But the Bible says, ladies and gentlemen, we are all creation of God. Yes, but we are not all children of God. Only those that accept Jesus in their lives and only those that are saved can be called. And only those that follow the word of God can call themselves children of God. Because you can't call yourself a child of God, ladies and gentlemen, and expect and expect to call yourself a child of God and you're living in sin, living in, 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 in evil and sinning the whole way through and still saying that you're a child of God. That's not how it works. The Bible says that only those who follow the word of God, only those who respect the word of God and only those who are saved and say and know for a fact that they're saved, that their conscience does not ridicule them. That their conscience does not go against them. Ladies and gentlemen, those are the ones that are able to say that they are children of God. Can you say that today? If not, I encourage you to accept Jesus in your life. Become a child of God today. I encourage you to do so. All you have to do is with all your heart and in your own words say, Dear God, I give you thanks because I have listened to your word. I have listened to your message. And I understand now that I must be a friend of God and and an enemy to the world then I must not be an enemy of God and a friend to the world. I understand now that a child of God is one who follows your word. I understand now that I must lose the weight of the world and follow in your footsteps and stay in your word. I ask that you come into my heart, be my God and my Savior and my Lord. 
I give you thanks for dying for me on the cross and resurrecting on the third day to give me life and life in abundance. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. My friend, if you do this small, simple prayer, we as Christians believe that you have been born again. We as Christians believe that God has forgiven all your sins, that he has thrown all your sins into the sea of forgetfulness. Welcome to the family of Jesus Christ, I say. Welcome to being a child of God, I say. Get into a good Bible-based Christian church. And make God, and only God, your number one priority in your life. Don't make him number two. Don't make him number three. Make him number one. Make him the most important thing in your life. Put him at the top of the list. This has been Christian Thoughts. May God bless your day, your night, and the rest of your week. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, we are broadcasting live every Tuesday and Saturday. Tuesdays at 8.30 a.m. and Saturdays, just like today, at 12 o'clock p.m. to 12.30 p.m. Thank you for listening. This has been Christian Thoughts, ladies and gentlemen. Brother Jesse Chab, ladies and gentlemen, once again with you, reminding you that if you want to support this podcast, you can do so by emailing us at jadep2318 at gmail.com. Tell us what you like about the podcast, tell us what you don't like about the podcast, and even give your own topics for the show. And as well, you can also support us by going to facebook.com slash christianthoughts1350, that's christianthoughts1350, and pressing the like button and just as well you can go to anchor.fm slash jct press the support this podcast button and follow the instructions that way you can support this podcast monetary wise so if you want to support this podcast once again go to jadab2318 at gmail.com email us there or go to facebook.com slash christian thoughts 1350 christian thoughts 1350 and pressing the like button or go to anchor.fm slash jct, press the support this podcast button, follow the instructions, and you will be supporting us in a monetary fashion. So from all of us here at Christian Thoughts, may God bless your day, your night, and the rest of your week.